Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Game Week 12 preview, FPL Hotline. I'm your host, Matt Tomo, and with me is C4. Uh, Gash and Taz could not be with us today, so you're going to get a little uh, two-on-one time here with, with me and C4. <laughs> uh, we're a little nervous to do this episode without the other two, uh, but I think we can do it. What do you think? That's a funny way of saying that, you know, we introduce promotion and relegation into the podcast, so <laughs> each week now, only the top two stay on, bottom two get kicked out. Are we the top two out of the four of us? No, I think Taz passed me this week, actually. Just go with yeah, it. Sorry. <laughs> I like that you're sitting in the dark. You got the little Christmas tree up in the background. Well, I was nice trying to figure out the lighting for like 15 minutes, but <laughs> I think this is the best it's quite yet. I got some Christmas lights behind my green screen here. I don't know if you guys can see that, but uh, I'm, I'm in the spirit as well. Um, let's, let's waste no more time. Let's go into what happened last week in Game Week 11. Uh, we had four games on Saturday, four games on Sunday, and one on Monday. Uh, on Saturday, we had Burnley and Everton draw 1-1. Goal scored for Everton by Dominic Calvert-Lewin yet again and assisted by Richarlison. And on the other side, goal scored for Brady and assisted by Westwood. Uh, Man City won 2-0 against Fulham. Goals from Kevin De Bruyne and Raheem Sterling and assists from Kevin De Bruyne and Raheem Sterling. Uh, good game for the two premium city assets there uh moving on to the other manchester club manchester united with a 3-1 victory over west ham goal scored for pogba rashford and greenwood assists from bruno Tellis and juan mata back on the uh, score sheet i feel like i haven't seen his name come up at all this season that might be his first uh return of the year uh good for good for juan there and uh on the other side west ham goal scored for susek and assisted by Declan rice uh, and the last Saturday game was Chelsea also with a 3-1 win over Leeds. Uh, goal scored for Giroud, continuing his form from the midweek there. Uh, Kurt Zuma and Christian Pulisic, assisted by uh, Werner, Mount, and James, Reese James. And on the other side for Leeds, Bamford scores yet again and assisted by Phillips. Uh, so C4, any notables, anything uh, you want to talk about from Saturday's games? So maybe just to start off, my game week was a roller coaster. So let's just say right now we're at the bottom of the roller coaster with, you know, I'd see it. He gets injured. I decided not to captain KDB. He goes off a little bit. You know, I thought, okay, you know what? Bamford and DCL have to stop scoring. They both score. So, you know, Saturday wasn't a fun day for me. Yeah, me neither, dude. I uh, I went with James Rodriguez as my captain over uh, KDB not sure why i did that uh i was trying to go for the crazy differential i knew i was just bringing in hamas in for one week on a, a replacement for Grealish, so i thought you know i'm bringing him in he hasn't done anything in a few weeks he's due and that wasn't the case at all <laughs> got a nice two points from him should have captain kdb uh yeah so saturday was pretty shitty for me as well uh anything else big and notable there uh dcl continues his, his streak uh his hot streak i yeah, I mean, we talked about him enough. Uh, Pogba on the score sheet after a lot of drama. Oh, I mean, that, the drama that, was, that, was before, that was before all the drama this yeah. week. Uh, I think the, the biggest thing from Saturday was the Ziyech injury, which we'll get into, which yeah. no, I think pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, we'll get into the Ziyech injury. And uh, um, any other importance? Uh, Pulisic is back and back on the score sheet, even though he didn't start, right? He... Or no, he did start, but only played 60 minutes. Still got the points. Uh, good for him. Uh, let's move on to Sunday. We had a 5-1 win for Crystal Palace over West Brom. Two goals from Benteke, two goals from Zaha, 
and assists for a whole bunch of people. <laughs> Everybody else had different assists. Klein, Van Anholt, Zaha, MacArthur. Uh, is it Eze? Eze? Uh, I, I pronounce it easy. That's just because, you know, I bought him like two years ago in <laughs> career mode, and I was like, oh, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> so easy or Eze or whatever, he had an assist too. Uh, and then on the other side for West Brom, Poor West Brom, man. 5-1. That's just, that's rough. Uh, goal scored for Gallagher and an assisted by Furlong. Uh, let's move on. Leicester with a 2-1 win over Sheffield. Uh, it was a Vardy party. Uh, Jimmy yeah. Vardy scored a goal and then destroyed the corner flag. For those of you who haven't seen the video, it's pretty funny. Um, so a goal for him and a goal for Perez, assisted by Madison and Albrighton. And then on the other side for Sheffield, uh, at least Sheffield scored a goal. You know, little baby steps for them. <laughs> um, Goal scored for McBurney, assisted by Lord Lundstrom, uh, last year's hero. Uh, this year's zero, pretty much. Hasn't really done too much. Uh, and then, uh, what else? Liverpool with a 4 nothing win over Wolves. Uh, goals for Wijnaldum, Matip, and Salah. And an own goal on the other side for Semedo. Uh, and those Liverpool goals were assisted by Mane, Salah, and two for Henderson. And uh, that was it for Sunday's games, right? Uh, I think you missed the Spurs game. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. There, there was no I other, there was no other Spurs game. <laughs> Just had you know a Monday game with Southampton beating Brighton. Now that was it. Yeah, Southampton two one over Brighton on Monday. Uh, goals for Ings and Vestergaard, and uh, assists for James Ward-Prowse and Kyle Walker-Peters. I think they got the they both got the double last name. That's cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Brighton, uh, an assist for. My favorite, Danny Welbeck, and a goal for uh, Gross. Gro Gross. That's a tough one to say. Got that weird little B thing. That's like a double S, right? <laughs> I thought I'm not even going to try that. I think it's like Gross. It's like okay. It Whatever you say. I don't know. Fair I don't know. And and yeah, Spurs with a two 0 win over Arsenal. Uh, goals for Kane and Son. Assists for Kane and Son. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about that one. Just, just Sun, Sunday. You know how I said my roller coaster. We were starting at the bottom. Yeah, we were starting at the bottom of ground level. After that, we went to rock bottom because you know had money. He only got an assist in a four nothing win. Captain Vardy, you know he's been averaging two returns away from home. He only got that late last minute ninetieth minute goal. You know I was pretty high on selling off Spurs assets just for their rocky, you know period. Mm -hmm keep going off and then i was pretty pissed myself on monday because i thought i brought in a southampton defender for this week just because i didn't have three with the aston villa newcastle stuff going on so i thought i brought in kwp but when i, when I looked at my team later I, I were, you, were you after the deadline i no, guess right no 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 i i brought in burn it how did you just bring in the wrong defender <laughs> no i drinking I, this weekend I know. I knew <laughs> I brought him in, but just for some reason in my mind on Monday, I was like, "Yeah, I brought uh, in KWP, or I brought uh, in JWP, one of those double name guys." Well, because you were because you were considering the two of them, and then you didn't realize which one you picked. Yeah, I've yeah. been there. I've been there. Um, and then one note on that Spurs Arsenal game is just the classic Spurs formula: Kane and Son are both world class. They get something early from them, and then park the bus the rest of the way. Yep. Arsenal had like seventy percent possession almost. If not 70, then right around there. I uh, think the funniest stat was, I think Lillian had like 63 touches in the final third for Arsenal, but then Kane only had four for Spurs. 
Dude, well, Kane was, play, Kane was playing like center back most of the freaking match, and, and that's and why he's way win the league. William is awful, man. William needs to get to get out of Arsenal immediately. <laughs> he's so bad. Didn't you love him after the first game week when he had three assists? No, because I was like, I was just pissed that we signed him for a whole three years. Like, I I was pissed that he did well that first game week because then it's okay. You know, watch after this year, he'll go play for like Orlando City as their new. That's team. my that's my hope is that we we gave him an extra year so we'd be able to sell him at the end because Arsenal promised to not let contracts run out anymore after the uh, the Ramsey situation last year or two years ago. Um, but yeah, let's let's not talk about Arsenal. Let's not talk about that game. Uh, just Sun and Kane are world class. That's it. Spurs are going to win the league. If they do, it's just going to be on the backs of those two. If one of them gets injured for any significant time, they're done. And that's you know, I'm not really just trying to insult Spurs. I'm just trying to uh, praise those two. Like they're both fair enough. Just they're both just really good. All right, um, let's go. You had a couple topics listed, right? Yep. Let's go. Pull up that first one. So Ziyech got injured on uh, on Saturday. So what are you doing? Who are you replacing him with? And uh, do you do you have a, an update on that? Like exactly how long it's supposed to be? So it looks like it's going to be until around Christmas or New Year's. And the frustrating part as the Ziyech owner was that I brought Ziyech in for Christian Pulisic when he got injured. Mm-hmm. So now it's this constant rotation of like – I'm I'm kind of done with Chelsea assets for the time being. Like mm-hmm. their schedule isn't that good the rest of the way. Then, like you know what, I need an asset in my team. Mm-hmm. So, what I've done, and who I th- if you're looking for someone who costs around the same price or less, to me there's only really two options you can si- want to consider if you're looking for that. Still another midfielder at a premium rate is Jack Grealish. If you don't have him. Or just making the direct switch over to Kristen Pulisic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Pulisic looks looks healthy. He looks good. Looks dangerous as ever. Yeah, uh, and I think hold up. Yeah, sorry. Pulisic, like he's pretty fixture proof, so that's why I wouldn't hesitate to get him. Mm-hmm. But so maybe yeah, after this, I'll just game player. Yeah, I, I brought in Grealish just because I think Aston Villa for the next, I would say, four game weeks, their schedule is pretty nice. Yeah, and it, it frees up money for me to make some transfers starting next week with mm-hmm. going from Vardy to the King, Sergio Aguero. Oh, he's due back next week? So he played today. He scored in the Champions League. And now Pep has already said that he's not going to play in the Derby this weekend. Which, do you know what that would set up? That would set up a potential Aguero captaincy against West Brom. Mm, that's, that's ideal. And then <laughs> that's an ideal opponent. <laughs> two weeks later, they take on Newcastle at home, and Aguero. I think he averages the most goals in the Prem against Newcastle. So, so great time for him to come back. I know you're yeah. probably happy about that. You've been talking about him since our first episode, like so, in the preseason. What I'm still confused about is because he was supposed to be back after the international break. It was, did he get injured again or did, because he's very close to Diego Maradona, did that kind of set him back emotionally? So Maybe. I don't think either was confirmed. So mm-hmm. hopefully he's good now and it's not like a lingering injury because, you know, being out for 11 game weeks with two separate injuries isn't the best thing. Didn't he come back for one week? Yeah, there was something. Let's look up quickly. 
Didn't he play like 20, 30 minutes? I I, I think so. I think I think it was right before the international break, so that's kind of like what set off the. Yeah, because he started the year injured, and then I think he came back for a game. So he played sixty-four minutes and forty-five minutes in game week five and six. Okay. But since we've started this recording, he he's gone in his uh, yellow check mark removed on the FPL website. Okay. Sweet. Beautiful. Um, and since we're talking about Zh here, uh, originally. <laughs> Kind of got distracted here about Aguero. Uh, pulled up an article here from Gold.com. Uh, Frank Lampard, 23 hours ago, so at some point on Tuesday the 8th, said uh, that Ziyech and Callum Hudson-Odoi should both be gone for, quote, a fortnight. Uh, so that's what, like 30, 30 days? That's like a moon cycle thing, we'll, right? We'll, we'll let the Brits tell us what a fortnight <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, I think it's like a month. And that, <laughs> some, that's, that ties into what you said around New Year's. So um, I said replace Ziyech with either uh, Pulisic or Grealish. Do you have any suggestions? Uh, Grealish, yeah, Grealish and Pulisic are, are two great options. I would tell you not to go for James Rodriguez uh, after this past week. Also, their schedule is looking a little tougher, uh, if I remember correctly. The only yeah. other thing I briefly considered was just downgrading him to 5.0 or somewhere around there, upgrading my offense, but it didn't seem worth it. Yeah, maybe when Aguero comes back. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm considering now. Uh, I have three cheap strikers, Benford, Che Adams, and Watkins. Uh, so I have been thinking about upgrading one of them to probably Vardy if I can afford him. Um, so maybe that's something. See, my plan is to get rid of Vardy after this week. Well, but you want to replace him with another premium. Aguero, Aguero. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking already, okay, three, four weeks after that, how do I upgrade like Watkins to Kane, so I could have Kane and Aguero. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so far this year, the the having a strong midfield has been the path to success. It seems like, uh, but that can change. The, the strikers yeah. can pick up form. Even though for me, I've in FPL, I've done better when I've been playing a three four three instead of a three five two. When I switch to the three five two, it seems like things have gone a little downhill. Yeah, I've actually gone three four three most of the season as well. Uh, for sure. I like, even though I have the three cheap options at striker, like they've all mm-hmm. been doing well. Uh, so I've been happy. Um, that's it for ZH, right? Yep. So, all right, next topic. So Liverpool is due to rotate this weekend after a Champions League clash at the midweek. Um, Salah played while Mane rested. Uh, so which front three do you expect to see this weekend? Uh, Sala seems to be fully healthy after COVID. There doesn't seem to be any lingering effects from that, but we know uh, the fact that he played in the Champions League today uh, probably means a rest for him this weekend and vice versa for Mane. So what front three do you expect to see? you expect to see Jota get in there? Uh, Firmino, Sala, Mane, what do, what, do you, what do you think? So maybe like two hours before the podcast recording, I put out a tweet on our FPL hotline account thinking, oh, his... To me, the two main captaincy choices, one of them's Mane, putting out that question there. A bunch of people were replying with, oh, it's Salah against Fulham. You have to like give him the arm in. But to the credit of a tweet from FPL Creek Digger, Firmino only played 20 minutes tonight. Mane played three. Jota played 87 after a weekend of rest. Pretty good front three. That, that, that seems to be most likely. Mane played three minutes, you said? Yeah. Cameo at the end? Okay, so he's definitely good. 
Jota, after being rested last weekend, makes sense for him to be ready to go. Yeah, I think he only played 17 minutes on the weekend. And Salah played the full 90? I, I think he pl- today. Or did Mane played- come on for him? Maybe. I'll double check, but Salah, he definitely started today. He definitely started yeah. on the weekend. And, you know, it's kind of lining up the same way that when Mane got rested two game weeks ago. Yeah. They seem to have the same thing. Yeah. They have four players for three spots. Yeah. They're all a little bit interchangeable somewhat because we know Jada can play in that false nine role uh, and play Firmino. Sometimes we know he's comfortable on the wing as well. Uh, so I feel like this is something that we have to expect uh, moving forward, at least for the time being with the congested Christmas schedule. I mean, is the Christmas schedule as congested as usual? Did that change because of COVID, or is it still like? Yeah, I just yeah. don't know off the top of my head how the cups are going to work into that. Yeah, it is going to be just as congested. There's games on. Yeah, it's going to be congested. There's so like and you know, people talk about like, oh, you know, Salah played on the weekend. Then you know, after two days rest, he played in the Champions League. Why can't he do the same exact same thing on the weekend? And my reason is. Well, Okay, just because he can doesn't mean he should. Like, yeah, especially with the injuries they've had already. Oh, you cut out. Oh, did I cut out there for a second? Yeah, you're back. You're back. Uh, so you're saying you were saying what? I was saying that you know Klopp and I think Pep they've been the most vocal about you know the fixture congestion is crazy this year. Mm-hmm. So for well, me, I think to- it's just as bad as it's always been. No. Yeah, I think Mourinho kind of made that point of, like, he's been dealing with this for, like, 10 years in the Premier League. Like, this isn't something new. The top clubs are always going to adjust to this. So when I see Klopp purposely starting Salah in a dead match rubber game in the Champions League, like, today's Champions League match didn't really matter for Liverpool. Mm -hmm. Salah didn't have to play. So when I see that and I see them playing Fulham, arguably the worst team in the Prem this weekend, you, you don't have to play Salah. Like, it just doesn't seem like that's something you have to do when you're Klopp. Yeah, yeah, and especially he missed – I don't know how much his COVID break is going to factor into that decision as well mm-hmm. Like, because like, he missed some time and coming back, you kind of don't want to rush somebody like that. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think for the rest of the year, we might have to deal with a four-man rotation for three spots for Liverpool. And so it's the not the worst thing, thing to navigate. Other thing off the city. top of my head, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Liverpool play Spurs on the 16th, just three days after Fulham on the weekend. So they definitely need Salah for that one. Yeah. So yeah. after two back-to-back games this week, you have Fulham and Spurs coming up back-to-back again. Mm-hmm. Do you really not want to give Salah the rest so that he could be fully fit for a game against your main rivals for the title right now? Yeah, and then if they're following that formula of back-to-back games, then rest, then back-to-games, then rest, it's kind of seems like they're doing then that means a front three of Firmino, Salah, Mane, which yeah. is their ideal front three for the Spurs game. That makes sense. Jota is kind of the fourth man there, even though he's <laughs> he's doing great. He's and even though we've seen against Man City, there is a possibility for all four of them to start. Right, right. Forgot about that. That can definitely happen too. Yeah. Um, all right, makes sense. Anything else? for? So just to lock it in, FPL Hotline predicts front three of Mane, Firmino, and Jota for this weekend for Liverpool. Yep, and then Firmino Salamane for the Spurs game. Yep. Big, uh, big prediction there. Um, that's that's the only two topics we had listed for today, right? Yep. So now we're just. You want to you, you before we get to captains? Do you want to just uh, read through next week's games? 
because we're only at we're only at 20 minutes here i don't want this to be a super super short episode i mean I feel, like, I feel like we'll kind of hit on the games and our captaincy picks because we're going to pick okay. out the big ones there all right boss yeah. you're, you're, you're the, you're the director over. of this episode whoever's in first place overall out of all of us gets to decide where this goes okay <laughs> all right so kind of segueing off of the whole Liverpool discussion where we were talking about players wanting to have Salah as a captaincy option this week. Tomo, in your mind, is there a better op- captaincy option than Mane for this weekend? Um, it's debatable, as always. Uh, with the Manchester Derby this weekend, uh, that's not an ideal situation to captain players from either squad, mm-hmm. of course. Um, although somebody with... with some balls might be able to do it. Uh, yep. I think I'm going to stay away. I think I'm going to go for the Mane captain personally. Uh, but let me just take a quick look here uh, on some. Of the so just that quickly out of, out of the ten games, just yeah. rattle them off quickly. Like Leeds, West Ham. I don't see any captaincy options there. Villa, Wolves. Nope. Oh, so now, so now you do want to read. Now you do want to read all the well, games. In this, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm doing here. This, right. is, no, I, this is my mind when I'm picking a captaincy pick. Newcastle, right. West Brom. No one there. City, United. Right. Usually there'd be someone there, but because they're not against each other, no, or because they're against each other, no way. Chelsea Everton, no. Sheffield Southampton, you know, maybe if I had Danny Ings, I'd consider that. Crystal Palace Spurs, definitely a captaincy option for Kane or Son. Fulham Liverpool, definitely captaincy options for Liverpool. Arsenal Burnley, definitely captaincy options for Burnley. And then Leicester Brighton, (laughs) definitely captaincy options for Leicester. So you just said there's not really another captaincy option. Then you said there's captaincy options in almost every I, I game. Say, so that's that Sunday's actually pretty stacked with captaincy options. Yeah. But, so let's say, to me, the three main games that I would look at captaincy options are Leicester, Brighton, Fulham, Liverpool, Spurs, Crystal Palace. Do you have a different three games? Uh, say it slower. <laughs> you said <laughs> Leicester, Le- Spurs. Yeah. Fulham, Liverpool, and yeah. Leicester, Brighton. Okay, so, you know, Palace just put up five goals uh, this past week. So would you take uh, a different game over that? The Spurs looked really good uh, against Arsenal. Hmm. Well, when you're trying to pick captains, you're trying to look for who has the biggest potential to boom, right? Yeah. Like, like, I could definitely see Son and Kane scoring in that game. Uh, but you're trying to look for somebody who has like brace potential. Uh, so, I mean, would you agree with Fulham Liverpool as an option? For sure, yeah, I agree with I agree with your three options. Okay, so uh, to me, then in the Liverpool game, based on the front three we have, it's Mane. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at Leicester, Brighton, I think the only valid option there is Vardy. But if you're looking at Spurs, Crystal Palace, it's Son or Kane. Yeah, yeah. So in, in my mind, if I had to rank those, uh, personally, I would captain Kane over Bar- or over Son no matter what. So to me, ranking those three options, I'd probably go Mane, Vardy, and then Kane. Okay. Um, I would go Mane, Vardy, and Son. Okay. <laughs> So, um, and to me, like, because I was, I when I woke up this morning, I didn't know, okay, who's my captain favorite right now? Because, you know, Vardy against Brighton, that's a pretty, like, that's an enticing matchup. 
But I've had Mane and my team now for, I think, four weeks, three weeks. And he's only had the assists. So in my mind, if I'm not captaining him against Fulham, then why is he on my team? Right, right. Actually, dude, Spurs are playing tomorrow in Europa League. And it's not – and it's not a game they can just forget about. They're second in the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing the first place team who's only two points ahead of them. So if they win, they win the group. Uh, but then there's also the threat that if they lose, actually the goal difference between them and the third place team seems too wide to make up anyway, uh, that third place team could tie them, but Spurs would win. Out. Yeah. So if Spurs want to win the group in their Europa league, uh, there's then Kane or son, or maybe both might be playing tomorrow. Uh, so I feel like think about and, if they both play tomorrow, do they get rested for Crystal Palace so that they're good for uh, Liverpool? I don't think you Even can rest both think, of them. I don't think Jose Mourinho would ever rest Harry Kane. I just don't maybe think you can some. rest both of them. I think one of them has to play. Maybe maybe one plays tomorrow, one plays the weekend, and they're both ready for the, the, the following week game against uh, yeah, That's a good option. I don't know. Because it's – I mean, look, it's Europa League. Like, if you finish second in your group and your team like Tottenham, like – you should still be winning your next the the round of 32 matchup right the first knockout stage matchup if you're a big club i mean there, there's some united is dropping down from the champions league right you got arsenal in there uh there's gonna be a couple other teams dropping down maybe real madrid or wait what happened with that group today i am not quite sure yeah I, I i i was recording my other podcast i totally <laughs> didn't see what happened maybe real madrid just dropped down to the europa league and we don't know <laughs> yeah. oh no i think they went through because i think they kept their record of being the only team to make it to every single knockout stage after qualifying for the group stage okay okay so maybe they did but um yeah so if spurs are chasing that group title they have to win tomorrow and it's a simple mm-hmm. you win and it's yours kind of situation so just looking at Opta stats for expected points for this weekend, who do you think the top five players are in expected points? Well, I don't usually get into these stats. Uh, so this just, is just going to be like a down. shot in the dark. Yeah, yeah. This is just going to be a shot in the dark. So it's five. Expected points. Um, I bet I bet Mane's on there. You got one? Uh, yeah, Mane, um, Vardy. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's a crazy one. Is is Alba on there? Yeah, that's the crazy one. I thought you were yep, going to get yep. that. Okay, okay. There's Alba. Uh, maybe it's just for him. They're like he's due. He's got to score at some point, right? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, so two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to be one from the Chelsea game. Uh, I would go Werner. Maybe. No. Is it is it Christian? There's no one from the Chelsea game. Mm, interesting. So they're back in Everton uh, defensively there. Uh, is it somebody from a game that I already mentioned? One from a game you've already mentioned and one from a game you haven't mentioned. Then is it Jota? No. From Liverpool? Uh, Son? Kane? Kane. Okay, Kane. And then from a game I already mentioned. Uh, Do you want me to make it easier on you? A little bit, but don't from give the, it to me. From the Liverpool game. <laughs> is it Firmino? No. Or is, it, is Salah on there? Salah's on there. Not, so they don't take into account that he might rest, obviously. Yeah. So okay, okay. the expected points for this weekend are Mane at 6.1, 
Alba at 5.8, Salah at 5.8, Kane at 5.6, and Vardy at 5.2. In your experience using the stat of expected points, like how how accurate does it seem to be? I mean, it's what led me to captaining Salah over Alba, or triple captaining him game week one over Aubameyang. So, so it worked one time. <laughs> so it was used that time. To be fair, this year of the... 11 game weeks so far, my captain has only not returned once. And you've been using the expected points stat to pick? Yeah, and you know, out of the four of us on the podcast, I'm doing the best so far in our mini leagues and overall rankings. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. That's like the third time you mentioned it this episode. <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to mention it one more time? Nah, but we should read the standings for the uh, yeah. for our so I guess then to conclude our captaincy picks, I'm going uh, Mane, Vardy, Kane, and you're going? Mane, Vardy, Son. Okay. Because just seeing how you you said Harry Kane had four touches in the final third. Yeah. And, I mean, he did score an assist, but I don't know. He's got to stop doing that. Did you see that bullshit he does where he, like, sticks his ass out when the defender's jumping in the air and then he, like, table taps the dude? And the one thing I'll defend him on? Someone on Twitter went viral with what they called a comp of all the times he's done that. Right. But it's literally him doing it three times. No, I think it was like four times. <laughs> but it's know. all it's all in the calendar year 2020, I'm pretty sure. Like it's all restart and so far this season. Like it's 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 a lot of recent it's not four times ever. That was like four times this year. All I'm going to say is that, you know, forwards get abused in the box constantly on corner kicks and stuff like that and never goes their way and so you know the one time they try to fight back and honestly you know i i see it as i don't see why people like having a defender try to leap over someone like that you i know, mean this it's is dangerous the, for the defender to jump up but but what kane is doing is wrong you can't that it, you can sure, but there, there's a bunch of things in soccer that are wrong then like you can't just pick out this one single thing and be like you know, well, I don't like Harry Kane, and he did plays for Spurs. So yes, I can. <laughs> all, all, all I would say is that, you know Taylor Tolman? Yeah. So he's really big into the whole, like, the effects of concussions on soccer and how, you know, there's a movement now to well, basically stop teaching players how to head the ball. That's all that. Before they're a teenager. And that there's was a an American thing, right? We did that. Yeah, and I think there's a movement to extend that to like remove heading from the game entirely. And you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I mean, how much evidence is there to support that like normal headers have bad effects? Like, I know I mean, there's that clip of like John Terry diving head first. There's mm-hmm. that uh, clip of Vidic diving head first to somebody's feet, like stuff like that. Obviously, and then you got like terrible situations like uh, with Jimenez the other yeah. week, but like. How much is a normal header really? I don't. I don't think it's. I don't it's not the, okay, me or you, you know, you know, we might play soccer like once a month. If we header a ball like two or three times in that, it's not going to do anything to us. But for a professional footballer, for someone who's training like day in and day out, you know, you're doing twenty or thirty headers of practice like that. Right. Header. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I mean, during the game, you're probably not doing. During the game, maybe everybody heads the ball like once or twice. Defenders a few more times, probably. I think I think it's then training, yeah. Mostly people use headers on corners. And right. realistically, you right now the conversion rate of corners is three percent. 
Like I really, you're not, you're not missing out on much there. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's just like not many headers at all anyway mm -hmm. in soccer. I don't know if it's so, I, I don't know enough about like the big tactical reasons for that, but yeah. That's, so, that's, that's why there's a movement now in the soccer analytic community or community to move to short corner kicks. Short corner so kicks where? are hard. Where Sorry, would they be from? Oh, oh, like no, you have to kick taking a short. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just because they're you. shown to be more effective, one at both keeping possession and two creating scoring chances. That's my go-to in FIFA. So it works better. It works better in FIFA. So, yeah. as we all know, FIFA is a perfect representation of yeah. real life. So, um, that, that so that's our captain picks. There, you you patted the runtime. Yeah, there we go. We got up to 30 minutes. I could be proud of this. And let's just end it by uh, I'll give you guys like the top, the right. top five in the in the FPL Hotline official league. Um, so we got first some place. bitch in first. We got who? Some bitch. <laughs> we got also uh, first in our private mini league. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. C4 is not just calling like a random listener a bitch <laughs> this is uh someone in our mini league as well uh we got two girls one clop in first place second place Werner bros third place Grealish fc fourth place nf tridos fc treat oh tridos yeah i don't know uh in fifth place c4 united um and then uh i let's see taz is in 23rd place um, I'm in 41st place. This Gash is about to be in dead last. Gash is, Gash is in 48th. Out of? How many, I think we have like 76. Yeah, we have 76 people in the league. Yeah, but aren't like the bottom five guys people who take like minus 50 hits every single week? No, nah, it was just the last place person. Yeah. Remember we looked into that last yeah. week? They took like a minus 56 <laughs> the week before. Yeah, Um. so that's our standings for right now. Uh, not good. Not looking good for the the supposed experts on okay. the show. Like I'm you're doing okay. Fifth. Yeah, you're in fifth. But the other, last year, the rest of us, got to step up my game. Mm -hmm. uh, you should listen to me more. <laughs> All right. Um, any okay. final thoughts? Yeah, go, Captain. I can't again. connect to the Wi-Fi network. You might want to check the connection settings in the Google Home is that, app. Is that your is that your Alexa or your Google Home? Yeah, I don't. That's the second time it's gone off this week randomly. They're always listening, man. It's scary. Yeah. Just throw it out. Throw it out the window. It, it went off when I was watching YouTube at like twelve thirty in the morning, and a, a YouTube ad went off saying like the word that makes it go off. That's on purpose. They probably put that in on purpose. Make people's Google Homes go off. Mm -hmm. I don't like that shit, man. I I do not yeah. have an Amazon Alexa or a Google Home. I only have it because Spotify were giving them away for free. So Are I they? Threw them. Yeah. They do it like once a year. They'll give away a free Google speaker. Look at me like getting machine. excited over it. I don't, I, I don't want that. <laughs> but see, that's that's, that's another, another reason why Spotify is better than Apple Music. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So go listen to the show on Spotify. Make sure you listen on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at FPL Hotline and on Instagram at FPL Hotline. Subscribe on YouTube, FPL Hotline. And um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks, C4. And uh, see you guys next week. Peace.